This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Okay, so I am pulling up a picture right now of bearded Zach, Zach Efron. Is this from the movie? I don't know what it's from. First I all, just saw I think it Jack, on... Jack, Jesus, Zach Efron is fucking hot. Oh, he's we've hot. had this conversation on the podcast. Way worth hot. saying yeah, again. Yeah, he's, he's fucking very hot. worth saying again because he is hot. Okay. And I feel like a whole... The, Milf. the article is Bro. Zac Efron sports bushy beard and bushy. bulging biceps as he enjoys horseback riding during luxury escape to Costa Rica. Two adjectives I never want to see or hear again together. This is some bulgy rich people shit and for sure. Bushy. Oh, fucking fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck. Him in a beard is oh. intensely hot because it ages him up. Yeah, it it makes him seem appropriate for me now. <laughs> Total pre- predator oh now. God, I know. So I'm funny. like, have he you is... met my friend Christina, who's I... not old enough to be your mother now? That's also oh. a really great haircut. Which I know. In real life, you're not either. By I the know. Way. But... I know. But still, I oh mean, my yeah. god, it is very hot. Yeah, yeah. it is very hot indeed. Oh, bushy and bulgy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what's like, weird oh. is that every girl my age loved Zac Efron because he's a couple of years older than me. Yeah. Um, and High School <sighs> Musical came out whenever I was like yeah. in late middle school, early high school. <laughs> every reminds me of something. Sorry. Every girl my age loved him and I didn't get it. Like right. back in the day when he was like scrawny Troy in High School Musical. No, it's but just recently, recently where I'm like, oh, yeah. And when he really yeah. leaned into comedy when yeah. he got older. Yes, yes. he could make fun of himself. Right. Oh, there's nothing sexier it, than a hot guy who can make fun of himself. That's uh, why Channing Tatum, I know that you guys don't get it, but for me, that's what makes him so hot is that he kind of mm. has a self-humor that I like, a self-deprecating humor. Who which else I is love. like that? John Cena. Yes. John Cena is oh. not attractive at all, but he's funny. He It ups his level it ups his so level. hard. That's when, to me, Dwayne Johnson became hot. Oh, because yes. Because when, when he started... He, I saw him years ago, like probably early 90s or late 90s or something, probably late 90s, maybe early 2000s, when he did a couple SNL skits. And I was like, this guy who like, granted, I had friends who were like super into wrestling. So of course, I got into it and I liked it. And I had a babysitter who watched wrestling. So I always thought it was like, whatever. Um, But and I always was never really paid too much attention to him till he was on SNL. And I saw him as a funny guy. And I was like, well, you are the fucking hottest man I've ever seen. And I will say with Dwayne Johnson now, like, if if you follow his Instagram, he's like got to be like world's greatest dad. Oh, he he's so the cute. and great husband. He's I like the that. greatest. Yeah, he literally like lives and breathes for his family. Yeah, and he's super he's the greatest, and he's so cute. I are not even cute. He's hot, and I like yeah. him a lot. But yeah, I mean Zac Efron. I don't know how I came back around on. I mean, it that, was a very slow. I wanted to not like him. I wanted yeah. to not like him, and he oh, won totally. me over. Same. He won Same. me over. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll high five you for yeah. that. 
I was like, yes, same. Yeah, no, and then you're yes, like, yeah, yes, no. high five. No. <laughs> um, but no, I totally am with you because I do think it's exactly you nailed it. You nailed it when you said it's the humor thing. A little slight bit of humor, especially for a guy who that you're like, oh, he's a fucking 10. And we know how we feel about 10s. We're right. not about him. Right. But you're a 10 and then you're self-deprecating humor. You're like, fucking. I know you I got don't, me. I don't want to, but you got here me. I fucking go. Yeah. You're yeah. fucking hot. Yeah. Didn't he do a movie with The Rock? Didn't they do Baywatch together? Yes. Which was so I didn't funny. see it, it's, but it's I, not like it's I not like, like a watch both, it over though. and over again. But it's funny. And again, speaking of that self-deprecating humor, it's all that kind of shit. And it's so funny. But again, that's where I go with Channing Tatum. It's right. the reason I find him well, so yeah, hot. Well, yeah, 21 Jump Street. He's oh, hilarious fuck. in that movie. I could watch 21 Jump Street like a billion times. He is funny you, in that movie. Yeah. The good guys, we've already mentioned it before, but The Rock is so funny because yeah. it's just a fucking hilarious show. Maybe, yeah. Which again, Marky Mark, to me, not somebody that I'm about, but when he does comedy fucking all about him did humor you're to like me, no. i think is, I, i'm a, is I'm a no my, on marky mark you're a hard no hard pass humor is like my number one Same. oh humor is my number one yes, yes. yes. agreed agreed you have to make me laugh you have to make me laugh you cannot take life too seriously no and honestly Who has the I'm, time i'm somebody that like can easily spiral out and get in my head oh yeah so, so you don't need anybody helping I perpetuate that do not need somebody who's uber serious like yeah let's keep it I'm, light I can self-analyze myself. I'm very, (laughs) and I'm very like introspective already. Like, so uh, trust me, I'm doing, I'm overthinking everything already. I don't need, yeah, Yeah. I don't need you to help me do that. Please, please help me. You know? Yeah. Speaking though, because you brought up High School Musical and it, (laughs) so I am not somebody who is at all into the Christmas spirit movie I oh. trope. I it's not my thing. But I lately, like Boobies and Newbies, Kelly from Boobies <laughs> and Newbies had posted something about watching like a couple. I was like, ah, maybe. I was like home and a, and I had like a half day of work and then Chris hasn't gotten home yet. So I was like, you guys, I'm going to not make me watch this Hallmark bullshit. Sit, oh, stop. do not. Oh. Stop it try to get me in the yeah. fucking Christmas spirit. Oh, I, oh stop no. it right now. No, I'm going listen, to. But listen, I just watched, I can't even remember, like, it's like Princess Swap or some oh shit. Oh my God. So Cassie, not stop it. me. I know. Not in a million years. And so what do I do? And you know me. I am the fucking most cynical asshole in the world. I fucking watch Vanessa Hudgens in this fucking oh shit. Okay. God. I don't like her though. Stop it. Listen. I, you lost me. Listen. Listen. <laughs> listen. The whole fucking movie, I'm like, the fuck are they doing with her hair come on and so she's supposed to be princess and yet she's wearing like a fucking mini skirt what the fuck is this cheap ass chanel Chanel listen i went i like princess of what of what fucking of course right like the princess of like the most unheard of like bulgravia or some bullshit you know like something that sounds somewhat close to a real country but is so not real country it's all those movies are that way like monrovia yeah moldovia yeah more but that's a real place. Monrovia is not a real place. I, dude, I'm I'm or not. Maldives, I think I was gonna say I don't yeah. think it is a real place. Yeah, Maldives no. is what I was thinking when you said that. I just the yes, the fucking funniest shit of like I was literally dissecting this movie. I'm like, well, here it is, and this is why I don't watch that. Well, oh I'm God. the worst I'm the at worst. dissecting movies. Like, I, I mean, again, we just. We just did a oh, crazy right. and love cruel intentions. It's on our Patreon. So guys, yeah. if you want to uh deep dive into that deep dive crazy into that shit. shit. <laughs> so I'm the worst to watch movies with I when know. it's things like that because Cynical poor poor Anthony is just having to sit and listen to me be like, Why did this happen? What the fuck is that? Right. Like through the entire and you thing. expect me to believe this? But yeah. there is something that doesn't really interest me. Like the princessy ones, I'm like, no, thank you. But there is something about and it's totally not for me. It's definitely targeted 
towards white people. It really is. Um, but <laughs> it is. Fucking Hallmark movies are, they are. But well, you didn't there watch the Christmas calendar then. <laughs> are no people of color in these movies unless they're side characters. Nope, they were ever. main characters, so. <gasps> is it a Hallmark movie? Uh, I think it was made for Netflix, which. Okay, that doesn't count. But it is, it is a Christmassy, net Hallmark-y. That's not I, the same Hallmark movies never. Very, very I have, specific. Genre, I have never though. seen a Hallmark Christmas yeah. movie. I went. Well, they made I went like thirteen new movies this with year. The guy that it's their thing that does the programming for the Hallmark. Oh <laughs> fucking yes! Where is this guy and why have we not heard I, about him? I feel like I told you about him no. in an earlier episode. I don't think he so. did. He was like a uh, head of programming at the Hallmark Channel, and um, close your eyes. Okay. Oh, we literally. And, okay. I'm closing them. I'm the worst of um, this. <laughs> yeah, I hate this too. But go I, ahead. Picture who you think would be the head of programming at the Hallmark Channel. Is it that guy? It's totally that guy. Ooh. I'm talking See, I'm Dockers. It is, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm picturing like a pastel sweater. Yes. Oh, you got it. Oh, no. You got it. What color? I, you I, might I get it. Pink, but I was going green. Or like green a pastel. blue, like a light blue. It's green. Green oh. pastel. Yay. Oh, um, Dockers. Yeah, got and the shirt underneath it with the collar. Yes, mm. he does. Mm, mm, does he? Mm. Is he wearing? Here's the question: Is he wearing like 1990s Eastlands <laughs> brown shoes? <laughs> they were brown. Like I don't know what they <laughs> but they were brown loafers. <laughs> Oh my oh, god! And the freaking it. hair, it like everything, guy. everything about him, oh, just awesome. like screams. So you like are some. It was like a, a human mozzarella stick. You, <gasps> uh, I, I just want to say for the record um, that Christina is supporting my claim. <laughs> that is like, yeah. white bread. Literally, white bread. It's white I get, bread. I get it. You know, it and that is what Hallmark Christmas movies are. Oh, they I've are never been more white bored bread. in my fucking life. They are the most. The thing about Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas movies, they're the most predictable. One hundred percent. hundred percent. You know what's going yeah, to happen. Worst. It's yes. always the same. Literally, it's always the same. It's always high-powered business city lady who takes job very seriously, gets, uh, for some reason, is in a small town, meets widower with charming what? daughter. Right. Um, and Why he, do they always have charming children? And he teaches her how to love again. And then she yeah. stays And there's there. a dog. And there's always a dog. Oh, yeah. Always a golden retriever, probably. Yes. Or a collie right. or of some, some guy kind. who might be Santa Claus who also has mysterious powers. Yes. Oh, that can bring yes. you together. Yes. 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 And there's yes. there's usually like a magical Negro trope oh. happening there where if there is a person of color, it's like an old black man like yes. or a bag- bagger van type that's wise. like wise yeah. and can direct you in the right direction. Yes. And oh so, or, or, or sassy, love sassy black friends. Or sassy black friends. Because in yeah. the Vanessa Hudgens one, he was, he was the love interest. He also had a daughter there you go. yeah there it is there you go so i mean i understand the ways in which these movies are highly problematic and also not necessarily created for me but i also though kind of feel like you should watch that was the christmas calendar is actually one that i was like follows the tropes but it was cute it was cute well i'm i trust netflix more than i trust yeah. hallmark to be honest i do like as far as being this less episode shitty. brought to you by hallmark <laughs> hallmark I watch know. all your favorite christmas shows this season i mean but i this whole thing started because i i mean i'm criticizing hallmark christmas movies but i watch them oh yeah and oh, I enjoy as- them. I don't enjoy them. I don't know what I, I was do. thinking. I am the most cynical asshole. Fucking Aries to the T. And I'm sitting downstairs watching the fucking shit. I was like, what the fuck? 
I don't even know. I don't even enjoy. I don't even enjoy rom com. Regular good rom com usually. I mean, I have to be in a real mood to hit a real. I'm talking a real good one. So for me to enjoy something that is only half assed, put together with the same tropes over and over. Oh like, my god! I I was like, do I hate myself? Have you guys rewatched <laughs> Love Actually? recently yes. last oh year we did God. and i was like i actually didn't hate it this time around i love love actually i, I love it and love adore it, it very Re- much have you rewatched it yes recently? i watch it every year oh my god i love it i can't i have even. no shame but my favorite i loved Christmas it movie. the first time i saw it and then i rewatched it i think like last year and i was it's, like it's I problematic it's problematic it's got its issues but i i think maybe it's less about my love for Hallmark movies or my love for Love Actually sure. and more about my love for feeling Christmassy. Oh, I, get I it. just yeah. love the feeling of like all of that Christmas happy well, glow feeling. I know who's the fucking Grinch in this situation. <laughs> this one, right? Oh, here. I think it was about me because I Hand- just said how much I No, hate Handyman was yelling at me. He's like, So when are you going to get your tree? I'm like, I never get a tree. I don't He's either. Like, what? No. I'm like, No, no. I don't decorate for Christmas. Look, my son. He's like, you have to get a little tree. I'm no, like, I always get a little tree. Shit. I always get a little tree. <laughs> I don't either. And I'm like, I'm you. And I, Chris said to me something this year. I was like, so, because we have to move now. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess we can get rid of that fucking tree that I'm never going to put up again. He's like, you're never going to put up the tree again? I'm like, you put up the fucking tree. I'm fucking done. Dude, my kid's 21 now. I haven't put up a Christmas tree since we had kids home celebrating. Anthony Christmas. and I will I'm take your fucking, Christmas tree. You want it? Because we've been getting real, like, little fake no, ones no, it's every a, year. It's a, it's a fake one. And oh, no. Sorry. We've been getting real uh, little trees. Oh, yeah. Like little baby Christmas trees every year. Yeah. I'm it's like, actually I'll a really nice a, one. I'll take a real like fake Christmas tree. A real tree fake one? And put it up. Yeah. yeah. You can have it. I freaking love Christmas. There you I dude, love, I'd love to. I'd love to give it to you because I, I want to get a good use. I don't want to just throw it away. Thanksgiving is my holiday. That's yeah. the one that I I love Thanksgiving. I love, I love yeah, Halloween. I love Christmas. I love New Year's. I, I do love Christmas. Holidays. I'm not going to play. Yeah. I do. And I love... I, I do love Christmas. Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. I love t- spending time with friends and family. I love that Thanksgiving has turned into that a little bit because we have, I mean, what, what, 27 people us? Like, yeah. Yeah. Fucking insane. Beautiful. The best time. And just sharing all that love. But to me, that's, it's like Thanksgiving and Christmas have all become kind of one to me because it's been all of us supporting each other in that way. It's yeah. like great. Yeah, last year was honestly my favorite Christmas that I've had in like so we went a to long Vegas. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was great. That was the funnest. Yeah, so much fucking fun. Yeah. I love everything about it. I love like it being. I love being. I love holding up in your house on yeah. Christmas and watching Christmas movies and eating good food and everything kind of smelling like cinnamon. Yeah. I'll make mold like wine, a family, and love it. or like couple thing. I think maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not not maybe looking forward like to Vegas Christmas so <laughs> this year. We'll you can come over. We'll, I'm like, we'll all hang out. Yeah. Let's do that. Because like, we're not going am, to Vegas. We talked about going to Vegas, but... Are we all staying all... in LA? Yeah. Then let's hang out on Christmas. That's what we should do. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But I'm so going to force you guys to watch Christmas favorite... movies with me. I'm going to tell you my favorite I'll Christmas I'll tell you movie. the first time, though, that I hear that Mariah Carey song, oh, I'm fuck fucking off. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I hate that song. <laughs> then you oh, can't watch Love Actually. Sorry. He's like, well, then you can go fuck yourself because that's playing nonstop in my house. You can stay out of my beautiful cinnamon-scented house. Get out. <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's so great. My favorite Christmas movie, though, Family Stone. Oh, that movie's great. God, it's I so feel good. so bad, though, for freaking... I know. It's awkward, but I in there. Sa- it. Sarah Jessica It's Parker. so awkward. It's so finding awkward. herself, and it's great. That no. family's fucking terrible, though. They're so yeah, mean. They're, they're, they're so ex- mean. Yeah. They're Except horrible. Wilson. Except for Luke Wilson. Yeah, Luke Wilson. 
Because mm. every time I watch that movie, I'm like, why do we think he's attractive? I've always thought he's, he's a weird, weird, but, but he, I, I still think attractive. he's attractive. I don't know why. I don't want to do it on this one. I want to do it one closer to Christmas, but I think we should do like handsome movie guys from Chris, Christmas, Christmas movies. Hunks? Christmas hunks. Christmas hunks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Closer to Christmas, yeah. we'll do For a Christmas, Christmas hunk. That's uh, good. Okay. For sure. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I I totally understand not loving Christmas and I understand the obnoxiousness of hearing Christmas songs. I don't listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. I'm one of those. Like, I don't decorate mm-hmm, for yeah. Christmas until after Thanksgiving. I, I let that stuff happen. I'm not one of those who's like, November 1st, trees going up. Like, that's right, not yeah, me. Yeah. But I also enjoy that time of year. Like, yeah. I love driving through Burbank and they have the giant snowflake light fixtures oh, yeah. all down the street. And I'm just like, this feels great. Yeah. I just, I love the, I'm a sucker for the Starbucks holiday cups. Like, I like yeah. all of that stuff. Oh my yeah, God, there's a little, so little tiny part of me that like still has that nostalgia feeling for it. But yeah, yeah, I come from I'm childhood. More, and I'm like, more cynical. And again, I think it just has, it's all those years of, decorating by myself for a family that's barely appreciate you know what i mean like i think there's something too about like <laughs> yeah there's so something i don't know yeah, yeah i know i, I mean know. christmas yeah. was for like fine in our house we didn't put our tree up until december 24th oh, though, oh wow year. so that we yeah real cut and then we would decorate it and then like promptly after like the next day after christmas christmas was truncated in You're my like, family two I days, see. Two days that's all we got time for. That's that's it. Christmas is here and it's over and, and we're done. <laughs> so, we always so have the whole like, like a lot season of Christmas thing. traditions, like, like Christmas season traditions. Yeah. And we left our tree up because uh, my mom did the whole, we left our tree up till Epiphany. So oh. it was. That's my birthday. Yeah. January 6th. And my brother's birthday was January 5th. I honestly so was it, like, it would I don't know what you guys are talking about. I was like, what's Epiphany? Epiphany uh, is supposed to symbolize the when time. Because. Jesus was born, right? And then, <laughs> of course, of course, we of know course. we know this. Um, and then the three wise men took their time; like they didn't get to him until like three months later, oh. or whatever, because they saw the North Star when he was born, and then they're like, "We need to travel all the way over there on fucking camels and shit." So it's gonna take a while. Got it. So it took them like three months. So Epiphany is supposed to represent the time between Christmas and. Uh, when the wise men arrived, uh, so you yeah. celebrate when the wise men. But it wasn't actually three months. It's like no, you do it a week. You do it in a couple of weeks. Like yeah. yeah, got it. It's like the twelve days. Twelve of days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. Wow. Oh well, now that was <laughs> somebody Christmas who was lessons. raised in the church and uh, apparently did not pay any fucking attention. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. That was like, that was that? Sunday school with Keegan. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I went to Catholic school, so we yeah. had, oh, we had a it. flat out religion class. Yeah. Yeah. By so, the way, uh, this is uh, my worst date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. And I'm Christina. <laughs> and we want to give a show shout yes. out, a special show shout out to our new uh, Patreon patron. patron. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm like, Patreon subscriber, that's not it. Um, mm-hmm. To our new patron, Emily Naz or Naz. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce your last name, but thank you so much for. Is it weird that I hope it's Naz like the rapper? I kind of hope it's Naz too. I really yeah, want. I Nas want is it to one be. Of my Let's decide rappers. if it's not like that. It is now. It is so, now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To us, we've changed your name. <laughs> to us, no, we didn't. No. Um, yes, if you if you want to correct us, feel free to reach out to us. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back with a corrections corner, and you'll get two shout outs. Yeah, double yeah. the shout outs, double, double the fun. <laughs> so thank you so much for supporting us on patreon we really really appreciate it and we're super super grateful for it um yeah 
Yeah, yeah. that's it for sure. Oh, then. we should. Uh, I I wrote down a fuck Mary kill. Oh um, yes. yes. So Let's do I'm it. really excited. I cool. thought about it this morning, but I wanted to do. I wanted to do the traditional rom com. Oh, fuck Mary kill. Ooh, All right. Okay. All right. I so like I went it. back and I looked through. I like Google search like top rom coms and everything, which of course you have like brought up top ramen. Yeah, <laughs> but but you have the typical guys who are in well, like the typical every guys single... that are in a yes. whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, of course you have Hugh Grant. Yeah, of course he was in so many of them. Who Notting looks Hill in the nineties? Have you seen him recently? Oh really? No, that's really mean of me to say. I'm sorry, Hugh Grant, if you are listening. I'm <laughs> he's so sorry. definitely listening. I, he's he's in a. Oh. Uh, my God! Can you imagine <laughs> if he was listening? Just dropped his teacup. He's, He's like, like <gasps> why, <laughs> Keegan? Why? Um, I, I'm doing work for an Amazon show called. Uh, it's a limited series called A Very English Scandal, oh. and he's the lead in it. And I'm just like, what happened? You? I know he's not a young man anymore, but I'm like, you really look it though. Oh, that's Aww. unfortunate. And I'm like, no, oh. I love you. Um. And so we've got Hugh Grant, and then we also have um, Tom Hanks, who was like okay, in all yes. of them in the 80s. Cool, cool. You know? Yeah. And then I struggled to find another one that was just as iconic. So I'm, I've got those two. Mm-hmm. My third one that I wrote down was John Cusack, because he's in a couple of them. He's in a considerable number yeah. before he made a weird transition into like odd horror movies right Um, so you've got that where I thought also Matthew McConaughey was in a couple of them in the 90s you know he's got wedding typical yeah wedding planner and classic so should we do Matthew McConaughey I think we do Matthew McConaughey okay 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 so Hugh Grant Tom Hanks Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Fuck Mary. And Kill. we're talking okay. about and we're their talking about peak. the rom com peak. Okay. So none of this stuff before or, or, after. or after. Okay. okay. So, so we're talking like Notting Hill, Hugh Grant. Right. We're yes. talking like Wedding Pan- Planner, Matthew McConaughey. We're yep. talking about like Sleepless in Seattle, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. Fuck Mary. Like Kill. All right. All right. All right. Oh, I like cool, this Cool. Cool. Ooh. It's a tough one. That is a toughie. Because rom coms are designed to make you want to marry all of them. I think you know I've what got, I mean. Totally. I think I've got it too. And it pains me on a very deep level yeah mm, i think i think i would fuck mcconaughey oh god okay right because mm-hmm. wedding planner mcconaughey Whew. Whew. yeah um this one's hard for me because you're a notting hill girl i a notting show. hill girl i've always wanted to m- marry a british person <laughs> um i was obsessed with england like growing up Anthony, work on that accent. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> practice, practice. <laughs> He's at home listening to dialect tapes like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but how can you not marry Tom Hanks? I mean, come on. I feel like I have to marry Tom Hanks and I have to kill Hugh Grant. I'm sorry. I'm 100% the same. Yeah. And it's the tough part for me was actually who do I kill Matthew McConaughey or um, Hugh Grant? Mm. Actually, you know what? Because I'm, I'm going to say it. Unpopular opinion, Matthew McConaughey gets on my fucking nerves. No, and he gets on my and nerves, And his too. accent actually bothers me more yeah. than Hugh Grant. He gets and on my I nerves. I have never, never been a Hugh Grant fan. Hmm. And I know that's weird, mm-hmm. but I never really got on board. I never really saw it. But I actually think I'm going to switch it up because at least okay. I can fucking handle Hugh Grant talking to me. Okay. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't think that I could handle Matthew McConaughey speaking to me in person. He probably does make weird so, sex noises. Oh, he probably does, right? Like you, yeah. Yeah. You so, are I mean, right plays, about that. He plays so, the fucking yeah, bongos. I'm actually going to... Ch- yeah, I can't get it. I can't get down <laughs> for it. Like, 
God, so not me. I would much rather a stiffy upper lip. You know he'll get sand in your sheets. Yeah, yeah no, for see, sure. You, you keep you ruining it for me, so but I'm going to go. There's something about Hugh Grant that makes me think not, not good. That's fine. It's sex. only once. Yeah, but you're right. You yeah. are right. I'm going to go with. So I'm going to go with kill Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Fuck Hugh Grant. You got to marry Married. Tom yeah, Hanks. Hanks. All right. You. Oh, are you ready? Oh, Christina. Uh-oh. Oh, got a look. Don't you kill Tom Hanks? <laughs> He's a fucking Dude. treasure. He's a national treasure. Cassie and I will walk out. Actually, <laughs> I know. Well, uh, end of the so episode. End of I'm, the season. I'm going to uh, fuck Matthew McConaughey. Okay, because uh, sexy he is. He's he's. I mean, he doesn't have to talk. Hot. I'm going to marry Hugh Grant. <gasps> oh, and I'm going to kill Tom Hanks. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, guys. We, uh, goodbye. <laughs> We're done here. Tom Hanks. <laughs> he really did walk out and left me. Oh, girl. Tom Hanks, I'll say it, is too nice for my cold, dark heart. I just think he's too nice. Okay. I I, I have I to be honest with myself. I, mean, I have to be honest. honest. I should want to marry Tom Hanks. Yeah. Everyone should because he's a wonderful, he is a beautiful treasure. man. He's amazing. He's in every way I've heard nothing but nice things about him from people that have like met him which is a difficult thing in this industry and to yeah. have been in this industry right. for that long yep. and not hear anything negative yeah. is impressive but, but I, I gotta know myself and I know that I've never gone for the nice guy I appreciate your honesty so I, I would probably marry Hugh Grant who has been in some pretty problematic situations yeah. over the years yes. but you so, love problems I do I love problems and he had really good hair at his prime you're like I got 99 I problems and Hugh Grant's one yeah he is. and <laughs> his accent one. is charming and cute yeah, yeah and that's, really that's what let it I'm like Matthew McConaughey I don't think I could marry him because that, no, that's no. too wacky but and yeah and his freaking like Lincoln commercials I was like oh. we're done with this yes. I cannot get oh, behind these goddamn terrible. commercials he's also super Jesus-y isn't he is he <gasps> yeah is he for real yeah they're like super Christian like he and his wife which is fine it's just you know not for me yeah 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 and I find that British people aren't across the board very churchy right so yeah, yeah. kind of another sell for me on so the- that's 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 where I'm at with that yeah. unpopular opinion different answers yeah you know what I, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah, you, you know yourself. That's I good. appreciate your honesty. I we're yeah. not friends anymore. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like I would marry Tom Hanks, and I would be the asshole that will like ruin him. Ruin him. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, who wants to, to be him. responsible yeah. for ruining Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks. No yeah, one. You don't want to have that on that your is, conscience. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. You know what? And honestly. That is that is very selfless. It's selfless. It's exactly. Selfless. You're falling on. on your sword here. Yeah. Exactly. Good job. That's like yeah. dog love. <laughs> <laughs> That's like selfless dog love right there. I know. Yeah. It's beautiful. Conditional. Really well. Well, yeah. on that note, <laughs> let's go ahead and take five and then we will come back with stories. Sounds good. Bye. Right. Bye. And we're back. <laughs> I gave that to you. Gave I know. I want you to know. I know. Oh, you, I know. You, you made you eye contact cue. with me. Yeah. <laughs> you should do like, like a gift. You should really <laughs> do gift. it like a um, Merry motherfucking Christmas. You should do it like That's a right. radio producer where you count down and you're like and five. one and then you have the point two, and then you point. Oh, yes. yes. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> Um, okay, so I am going to go first this week since I have our crazy and love story. Sam. So the subject of this email is she shit the bed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Which we've been here before. Yeah, we've been we here before. It's, it never gets less terrifying, no, actually. This is a comfortable place for us. Okay. okay. Yeah. Or Welcome. an uncomfortable place. Yeah. 
All right. I had been seeing this girl for a while. Things were going well. She treated me kindly and all of our friends were mutual. One night, after a few drinks, we went back to her place and began the process of lovemaking. Which is an interesting way to put that. Began the process. Near the end, she, well, shit the bed. We were both shocked. Straight to it. We were both shocked at what had happened, but I did my best to pretend that I hadn't noticed. I mean, how could you not notice? I immediately... Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Time out. Okay. So they begin the process of lovemaking. What... Uh, how did, so, how something did she shit must the have bed? happened it's unclear okay it is, is not addressed there are many different scenarios right. i think well i might be able to answer one question that i see burning behind your eyes as this email is con- continues okay. okay okay so uh he says i immediately jump up and said wow great sex thank you oh. i'm going to take a shower now oh. <laughs> Wow. Thanks so much. Which is like the nicest thing you could do in that situation. He just pretended he didn't notice. Uh huh. Got out of bed and got in the shower. Uh huh. Oh. I figured that if I went straight to the shower, I'd be able to wash off without making a fuss about it. Oh. And that would give her the opportunity to change the bed sheets and, and do likewise. While I came, uh, sorry, when I came out after an intense scrubbing, oh. the bed was changed and she was wearing a robe. She took a, sh- a shower soon after as well. We dated for a few more months before we eventually realized we weren't a perfect fit. We're still friends to this day, more or less, but neither of us has ever mentioned the bed shitting since. (laughs) The lesson here, hey, bodies are weird, and when you have sex, you're likely interacting with sections of the body that also perform other functions, many of which are super gross. Eventually, we all shit the (laughs) bed. Eventually, we all shit the bed, in a manner of speaking, and we owe it to each other to treat such events with kindness and understanding. Aww, that's sweet. Yep. Sincerely, sheet shitting solidarity in Singapore. (gasps) And then he says, P.S., it was not anal. Oh. Oh. oh, so he does address that. He says it was not oh. anal. So I, I was convinced. I did too. I, I was, was like, I, I was like, well, then you you brought it on yourself because you play with fire, you're going to get burned. Yeah, which he clearly knows. <laughs> so that. there you go. I yeah. mean, he clearly knows that. I think it's a really sweet email because it is sweet. It handles something that so many like other people. I was so going to say I was going to say guys, but it's not just guys. So no. many other people would make such an enormous deal out of and while i would be so grossed out i do think that i'm the kind of person who would do this more likely than i would be like what the fuck like i yeah. would i would far more likely get up quietly and yeah i would too because i would understand i'm i'm so empathetic that Me i too. think i would understand the other person is so Mortified. horrified yeah. right yeah no that's uh that's happened to me but again i was playing, playing with, with fire, fire. Yeah, <laughs> true. There is a rumble in the jungle. Things had to end very abruptly, and then pretended like it never happened. But yeah, it's like it's all in someone how they they handle it. Yeah, you know, I'm not very experienced in in that, and um, I'm very lucky that uh, the person was was kind and like uh, thought, you know what yeah. I mean was Thank like God. This, yeah. this kind of thing happens because I was embarrassed like, enough I want to kill myself yeah immediately right. yeah <laughs> if not sooner yeah yeah exactly yeah but yeah that's it mortifying sheet shitting solidarity sheet shitting solidarity stuff happens uh there you go shit happens literally <laughs> literally
Literally. <laughs> um, you want me to go next? Yeah, go okay. for it. Uh, this one says, hi, ladies. Before you read this, I'd like you to keep two things in mind. One, I was in a bad place when this happened, living through the horror of Hurricane Katrina, decimating oh. my city. Mm-hmm. And two... I pulled out of this okay, and I'm now actually a doctor with a little more self-esteem than what I had back then. Okay, girl, okay. come out on top. All right, good. I like it. I like this already. I love a good come on top, come back on top. Me story. too. Yeah. So it was September of 2005, and I had evacuated from New Orleans to California and was in limbo, waiting to get word when it was safe to return. I was staying with my sister for a few weeks and living off a unisom, sleeping 16 hours a day, crying while I was reading news out Mm. of New Orleans and wasting time on MySpace. Basically, I was in a real shitty mental space. I mean, could you imagine... Of course, no. we all saw we all saw what happened in Katrina, and but we, we saw from a distance, and we saw from a distance, and, and we you know weren't directly affected, but we saw the devastation of the fires here. Yeah, imagine going somewhere else and seeing LA Ugh. like burning or you know underwater yeah. or destroyed. It would be, oh, it's just it's your home. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah, it is so heartbreaking. Um, so I mentioned MySpace because this is the source of the disaster that is about to unfold. This hadn't happened to me before, so forgive me for being naive, but somehow some rando sent me a direct message saying he saw my pic and would like to get to know me. He lived in Santa Cruz near where I was staying, and despite him not being that attractive and us not having any friends in common, I somehow agreed to meet him for a date. Probably the Unisom doing its evil work. (laughs) (laughs) On the day we agreed to meet, he said something along the lines of, just call me when you're ready and I'll let you know where I'm at. Fine. Uh, I called at the designated time and he says, well, I'm at Costco. Can you meet me here? Red flag number one. But I had nothing better to do. So sure. What is this? Uh, Like the random just being like, well, I'm at Target if you just want to stop by. Stop on by. (laughs) Uh, I'm expecting to just pick him up and we can go out somewhere, but I swing in front of, and swing by the front door and he wants me to park and come inside because he wasn't done shopping. OMG, what am I getting myself into? Wow. Can you imagine like the amount of effort he put into this date is really blowing my face off. Well, yeah. do you remember we had someone write in about a date where Target. they went to Target yes. Like, and he was like, I need to pick up some stuff from my house. It's like, what? What? You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. During my only free time, I'm going to take you on a date. Okay. Well, yeah. here we go. Um, his entire shopping trip consisted of buying a pack of white tube socks. I don't know why he needed me to come inside for that, but it was over soon enough. And then we were in my car trying to figure out where to go. I was young and poor and potentially lost everything. So when he suggested a cheap cafe that was coincidentally has a laundromat in it. I thought nothing of it. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a college town. I went to US at, uh, or UCSC uh, was as an undergrad, so I knew the spot well. Just one more thing, though. Could I swing by his house because he wanted to pick up his laundry? Oh, boy. Shut, Shut. your fucking face. <laughs> oh, my God. I oh. hate doing my own laundry, let alone hang around a stranger and watch them do At a theirs. laundromat cafe. Yeah. Oh, no. And <laughs> you're literally airing your dirty laundry in front of me on our first date. I know. And you're literally like, I can't be bothered to actually carve out time for no, you. you but if you want to come errands. with me to errands. do my fucking chores. And yeah. drive me there. Oh, my God. Oh, so fucking weird. My God. 
she I goes, hate this guy. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> she says this was this was um in parentheses she uh, in parentheses she also says this was also a period of time where I had recently lost a ton of weight and hadn't yet figured out that I was hot and could do much better than this. Oh, I can relate to that. That's so sweet. <laughs> So we pick up the laundry and proceed to get it done. The whole cafe thing was a ruse because I we didn't even eat or have a drink. I'd ha- be... Oh, you are buying me some yeah. fucking nachos if I have to like sit. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. I'd be really generous if I said he was funny, but I don't, I don't even think he was. He had this narrow shaved head and was... <laughs> was wearing a white t-shirt and super baggy black shorts and maybe there was some jailhouse tattoos poking through that I suppressed. Oh my I God. sat there through the entire wash and dry cycles. I know. What the fuck? Uh, the laundry is done and I'm thinking, okay, we're in the clear. Uh, I drop him off at home and he wants to wants me to come into a but a little voice does he of does he want politeness. you to like <laughs> scrub his toilet? Yeah, or right? like do the dishes. <laughs> Any other chores we got? Yeah. Watch his kids. Or, <laughs> so him and his wife can go out. Or oh shit! But this little voice of fuck politeness is trying to speak up. He tries to kiss me as I'm getting ready to leave, which completely catches me off guard. So okay, no. maybe we made out a little bit. Oh, and then he says. What are you doing on Thursday? I've never been a good liar, so nothing immediately no. comes out of my mouth. And he asks, would you want to drive me to San Jose for my court date? Oh! Um, no. I'm fucking Bye. dead right now. I am so uh, mad. But I'm not done. So funny. Oh, my God. So fucked up my court date. Oh, my oh, God. I never heard from him again. But between then and now, I've had dates with one. Someone that I didn't realize was underage. I was in my 20s and found out on the date. Two, he was 17. Luckily, nothing had happened between us. And I squashed that real quick. Um, Oh, no. Two, someone that told me they loved me on the first date. Probably the scariest thing that have happened to me in dating Girl, life, really. save these. Yeah. Save these and write these in. Oh, I know. And we then want more. Three, this was hilarious. I know. Someone who tried to give me a gift on the first date and it turned out to be an Adderall because he thought it might help me since I was tired from being on call the night before. Oh, oh boy. Not the way to impress a doctor. Wow. Please, Hope please you enjoyed and always remember, ladies, in. if someone starts with meet me at Costco, just say no. Oh, my God. <laughs> write in your a, other stories. That's good I advice. Am, my skin is on fire. Like oh, I am no. so mad for come you with, come with me and do chores oh and then pick me up for my court thing. oh and oh drive God. me i'm sorry to san jose yeah san jose so you want me day. to drive you like four or five hours from la from santa cruz oh from santa cruz but still, uh, still. we just no met thanks. oh no. my God. It's no thanks no. he took me at a laundromat date and costco tube sock Oh my yeah, god! No, no. Oh, I'm I'm infuriated for her. <laughs> oh god! People Thank you for are that. so rude. But yes, do send in those stories. Please, I need I mean, to hear. Yes. I need especially hear more about this underage dude. That's I know crazy. That he, <laughs> did he lie about his age? I or, know. Uh, yeah, I've I got, got, questions. I got questions. Yeah, <laughs> oh, we <that's>, need answers. <laughs> Thank you for that. Ugh. All right, this one got emailed into us um, from a guy. He says. When Plenty of Fish was the only place with new people on it and I was fresh to dating, I was very interested in exploring who people were. Mm-hmm. This curiosity combined with what we all now know to be a dating cesspool site gave me a lot of material. Oh, God. I matched with a Tampa Bay Buccaneers cheerleader. Okay. Ooh. 
This woman should have set off all the red flags for me from the beginning when all her pictures were mostly boobs and bleached out black-rooted hair held up way too high and makeup way too thick. But through conversations and pictures, she proved that she was like a pro football cheerleader. She mentioned serving in Afghanistan as a flight medic. So who am I to not go on a date with a woman like that? Selfless service, doing big work, and an elite cheerleader. Get out of town. Um, right, I mean, it yeah. sounds like a fucking win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what sounds, are you bitching about? It sounds too good to be true. But <laughs> also, I don't know why makeup is a red qualifier. Yeah. I know. No. Like, why is if that's why not is... if that's not your jam, keep swiping. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Boobs aren't your thing. Yeah, you should yeah. definitely keep swiping. As, as a makeup wearer, I take offense to that. <laughs> as somebody but... who has boobs, I take offense. <laughs> okay, we started texting, and then we were finally able to meet at a place she picked. I knew it was on a rougher side of town, but I wasn't worried since I'm a bigger guy. I thought about changing from my work attire, which was a sweater vest and a bow tie, but I didn't really have time, so... Wait. I pulled up. Wait, wait, go back. (laughs) I want to know what his job is for a sweater vest and a bow tie. He said he's coming from work. Yeah. 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 Right in. Let him know what his job is. I don't know what what that uh, equates to. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's not Cheesecake Factory. No. They they wear whites, but. And um, his vest. Yeah. They wear a vest, don't they? Not a sweater vest. Not a sweater vest. Regular. Yeah. Yeah. So he pulls up next to a line of Harley Davidson's. I laughed at myself going into a rough dive bar in a sweater vest, but I was fine with it. In a bow tie. Let's go back to the bow tie. <laughs> I walked in and there she was waiting for me to come in, but was sitting across from another guy. Oh. The first thing she said, not even a hello, was a comment about Mr. Rogers. Yes. <laughs> I feel like this girl. She, he says, I liked the ball busting. Yeah. And said it was like the start of a joke. So uh, Pee Wee Herman walks into a motorcycle bar. I that's so funny she laughed and so did the other guy who i suddenly realized was standing to meet me and definitely listening in on the conversation my first thought was that he was her brother keeping her safe that was cool with me a lady can't be too careful especially in a biker bar but turns out she accidentally agreed to meet two guys (gasps) from plenty of fish and said but we're all friends here, right? Oh what? my god, I love no. her. Bitch, double what? booked. I love. I actually everything about this her so, so far. She's like funny. and begin because <laughs> you're in the Thunderdome. Exactly. Oh, Two men enter, one man leaves. Exactly. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna only be one. <laughs> I, you know, I, I kind of love it. I kind of love that instead of doing what I would do, this which is, is fucked up, though. It's totally yeah. fucked up. But I kind of love that if. It, it's a mistake that anyone could make if you're online dating. You know, Christina, you've gone on dates. Like, oh yeah. But would it, you invite two people to the same place? I don't know. I I will tell you when I've been in the midst of like heavy matching, swiping, and stuff. Scheduling does get a little wonky. It's you need to take notes. You yeah, need to be organized. You gotta be organized. And <laughs> you have I'm, a spreadsheet. I'm yeah. not. And if if that happened to me, my immediate instinct would be to panic. And hers was not. And <laughs> I kind was, of appreciate it. It was like. Well, she's like, I'm going to run to the restroom and then leave. And then yeah. that would have been, yeah. Yes. Uh, that would have been me. Horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have I done? Um, so We're all friends here. He laughed to himself and bought a pitcher of beer because might as well go along for the whole ride, right? Yes. <laughs> and 
I thought I was probably getting played for free beer at that point, but the conversation would prove otherwise. I found myself naturally owning the attention of her conversation hmm. while the other guy just made vaguely sexual jokes about her wanting a gangbang. <gasps> oh. Oh. So, oh, that's a no. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't going well for him, so he asked if I wanted to go play pool. I agreed as I knew this wasn't going anywhere. She didn't follow us, but whispered in my ear that she wasn't leaving and was waiting that guy out. I did not care at this point, but whatever. 20 uh. minutes into the game and the start of a new beer, I hear yelling at the bar. Ooh. One of the waitresses runs to me and says they need help. Why him? Not really getting why they came to me, but right? <laughs> always willing to jump into a crazy situation. How am I not dead? In parentheses. Oh, God. I followed her into the main bar part. I find my quote unquote date leaning into the face of a mean-looking biker and poking him in the chest. <gasps> no, no. All right, this no. is where her... Uh, I, I was with you up until right now, girl. I, I was with you. In my head, I suddenly think I was brought in because they thought I was her boyfriend, and now I was going to have to fight this guy. Oh, no. I soon found out I was half right. The guy was trying to talk her down and trying to relate to her as she screamed about loading dead bodies into a oh. helicopter. <gasps> The bar patrons were like saying like, oh, and like, we know it's been rough, but she took the moment of goodwill to punch the guy oh. who backed off and the workers turned to me as the bouncer pulled her away to the door. They saw I wasn't going to touch that. And the bartender, a very large, intimidating woman, yelled at her by name and said, you're cut off again. <gasps> you have oh. to go. Oh. Okay, that's well, right again. That oh. also explains she's obviously a regular there. Mm -hmm. That explains why she would take two guys to the same bar because she goes there this all the time. A, this is a her yeah. bar. My date seemed not just to expect the expelling, but also to respect it. Without acknowledging the ban, she just continued yelling her way to the door. I went to the bar to pay my tab, finding out that she's already told them that I was paying for her. Oh. No problem. This crazy story was worth the $5 pictures. Oh, no. The cheerleader rushed back at me as I handed over some cash and pulled me off to the door. This was my chance to pretend I was Han Solo. So I slapped a $20 on the bar, shrugged at the bartender, but still kicking my to this day for not saying sorry about the mess oh no oh my gosh i cannot believe that he the next part is he goes back to her house <gasps> no what? You, what? you had an out your red flags weren't her boobs. i mean they're just like <laughs> your red, red flags, flags were in front of your face yes yeah. <laughs> oh Oh. I have so many questions. I have thousands Curiosity of Curiosity is not the reason why you're like follow. I'm like, no. mm, come on. Come on, buddy. You're yeah. not you're not curious. He's like you're, she down to clown. Like, she down to clown. Yes. Let's let's be honest. Well, we talked about this. There's that whole trope of like crazy girls are good at sex and yeah. I like to fuck crazy. Yeah. And it's like, well then you deserve whatever fucking happens after this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Oh man. So he goes back to her house and she introduced uh some guy who's Jesus. sitting on the couch <laughs> just smiling with like a joker face. Oh my she god. She says, Oh, he's just a roommate and he she oh. got us both a beer from the fridge and a full large bottle of Jack for herself. Oh, this oh. this was the first moment I felt a twinge of fear. This this, this, this is the, the moment. moment. <laughs> this, this, this one. This one. This one. Okay. okay. She was right. starting a fight with a biker at the bar, and yeah. this is this the is moment. The, no, and the she moment. invited 
two guys to meet her from Flooding Fish. So <laughs> many one. flags, so many. red flags oh. everywhere. Going. Piles of flags. You're drowning under the piles of flags. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, I realized that the cheerleader was building into a tirade on random problems with that bar. I looked up to make sure that Jack wasn't getting swung in any direction, and she must have spotted something on my face listening a little too intensely. Her diatribe turned to me. Oh, no. And my eyes widened. I don't even know what was said. I just turned to her roommate for reassurance that I hadn't said anything, and he just gave me a wide, hands-out shrug and mumbled, I don't know, man. Oh, he's used my to it. This God. poor guy. This I poor guy. He's got nowhere else to go. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this he's like, is my. That's on you, bro. He probably <laughs> likes it when she brings guys home. He's like, I don't have to deal with her I, one <laughs> yes. night a week. I know. I stated I was going to go into the living room and have a seat while she yelled unintelligibly in my general direction. I backed away and sat down on the couch in front of the window and next to the exit. Here's an idea. Go out of the exit. Why didn't right? you. <laughs> Leave. leave and why? leave I the mean, situation you shouldn't be there in the first place right <laughs> i contemplated a polite way out for everyone i was really just getting tired <laughs> oh okay. okay still completely unaware of what i was into i looked up from my seat to see a large glass candle speeding directly Shut at my up. face oh. i dodged just in time to hear the candle whiz by my ear and <gasps> then crash through the window. Oh, no. She had thrown a candle at me hard enough that it had gone through the window and out into the yard. Oh, shit. The spirit of the Lord must have taken <laughs> over because not today, Satan. I was instantly on my feet with my hands to the sky proclaiming, I'm out. <laughs> I moved to the door and pointed at the roommate. You good? I can't believe they heard me over her screaming, but they both did, which was not great for her as she screamed, you don't talk to him. You deal with me. Oh, the roommate oh. gave me the exact same smiley shrug as before and then added a one handed shoe to let me know to get out oh, while I oh can. Oh, my no. God. This poor roommate. <laughs> I hastily made it out of the door and down the steps as she followed screaming. Yeah, you better run, motherfucker. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> Last what? plenty of fish date ever. Oh, my honey god honey i'm speaking directly to the woman that this story is oh, about no go to therapy yeah oh. get some help yeah stop drinking, Jack. Stop drinking maybe period yeah. like you obviously have some issues that you need some Don't demons that you need to work through yes please. that shit's no joke man i've got a cousin that came back absolutely and... absolutely yeah I, I, I am not diminishing at all no, yeah that she's no. got no. obviously but like that's also your responsibility to take care of that shit and not right. put it on poor other people like everyone right. in this story mm. you just put some shit on them the people at the bar the yeah. bartenders the roommate the two dudes you invited on the same date so fucking much like, yeah that is a, a cornucopia of problematic yeah. right there that's so much it's a yikes <laughs> it's a yikes wow yeah 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 oh so God. thank you for that oh my goodness god during the summer of Jeep event, well-qualified Washington, D.C. lessees get a low-mileage lease on the 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe for $289 a month for 24 months with $5,699 to its sign-in. Tax title, license extra, no security deposit required. Call 1-888-925-JEEP for details. Requires dealer contribution and lease through Stellantis Financial. Extra charge for miles over 20000 Includes 7500 EV cap cost reduction. Not all customers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery by 9-5. Jeep is a registered trademark. All right, All right, we got a crazy in love. We got a crazy in love. Let's do it. <clears throat> 
So I'm stretching it out over here. <laughs> I gotta prepare myself. Gotta, you do. You oh. do. I don't know if either of you know this story, so uh, let me know if you do. Okay. This is the murder of Sheila Von Wiesmack. Mm. Do you know who this is? Mm. All right. Okay. I know we say this all the time, but genuinely buckle up. Buckle <gasps> the fuck in. I'm oh, so God. excited. You know, Here we I go. think I spent uh the other day like on my couch and watched like 70 episodes of Born to Kill. Oh, oh yes. My God. You know that? Yes, yes. That series? Oh my God. So, That's yes. a good series. It is it's good. It's actually really it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched it on YouTube and I yeah. like I think I watched all of them to the point where I was like googling like Born to Kill trying to find ones I hadn't find seen new ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um okay, I don't remember what this show was called, but Anthony and I watched a show uh last night and this morning that was like American Greed or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, and yes. so, I don't know. We watched it on YouTube, so oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I know that show. Maybe. Yeah, anyway, sorry. So, um Sheila Von Wies meets James Mack, who is a famous jazz musician who is considerably older than her. Like, there's probably a 20 to 30 year age gap there, like a very large age gap. Okay. Um, she is a just kind of like a socialite. They never really say what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she worked for someone that put her in a circle to meet a lot of, you know, Chicago higher up type people kind okay. of rubbed elbows with a lot of higher society affluent people got it so um she meets james mack who's a famous jazz musician and just for the purposes of uh, visualizing this uh sheila von weiss is a white very blonde very blue-eyed almost scandinavian looking woman mm-hmm. and she's a uh, beautiful and james mack is a older black man okay, okay. so they end up getting married by all accounts what year is this they this would have been the 90s okay okay. at some point so i think yeah they get married and by all accounts the age difference isn't a problem they seem to really love each other it's a very positive relationship they move into a big house in an affluent suburb of uh chicago okay so doing very well very idyllic kind of lifestyle at this point um although james already has children and grandchildren oh, from yeah. a previous relationship. Uh-huh. She wants a child, so they She's have... like, I'm going to lock this money down. Right, lock <laughs> it down, lock do. it in. <laughs> um, so they have a child uh, who they name Heather. So Heather, apparently, you know, he... James doted on Heather. The parents doted on her. She was an only child. She's the cutest little, you know, mixed baby you've ever seen. She's Aww. adorable. Um, so... Things are going well. They take a lot of trips. They're living that kind of upper, upper, upper middle class to upper class lifestyle. They go on uh, family vacations every single year. So one year they Where's were. Where's this money coming from? It, Shit. He's a jazz musician, a famous. No jazz, ain't no, no fucking money in that. But a famous one, like oh, okay. in Chicago, like okay. he gets hired to do a lot of work okay. for um, a lot of famous people. So hmm. some of the money I think is his, and also he's older, so he's had a lot of time if he invested and okay. saved well. Crude. And then I don't know what she did, but I get the impression that she comes from money. Okay. okay. So okay. I think combined. They had have a nice a, little income. a very nice life. Nice. So they go on trips every year. It's their thing. They do a family trip somewhere every year. So one year they are on a cruise. I can't remember where they were on this cruise. They went somewhere on a cruise and 
Uh, Sheila wanted to get a massage or a facial or something. So James takes Heather, who's very young at the time, to uh, the swimming pool. Something happens. James slips, Mm. breaks his leg. What? And it is not handled well at sea by the medical staff there. Oh, no. So he is then after that wheelchair bound for the rest of his life. (gasps) Oh, Rest mm-hmm. of his life, mm-hmm. it kind of pushed him into early retirement. He was old already. I mean, older sure. already. But, but shit. But yeah, it didn't heal right. Something about oh, like no. they did the not way that they attend to it well oh, on the no. ship. So they eventually sue that. I, that's the that was my next mm-hmm. line. Yeah. They sue that um, cruise line and they receive something like one point five million dollars oh, in wow. a settlement. Well, I mean, so, and, you know what? Well, like lost income and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah that actually yeah. seems mm-hmm. kind of low. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and truth, truthfully, he could go without working. Like, he didn't have to work anymore. He could have retired. But it, but that's forced. You're it's forced. You're forced out of your right. lifestyle and you're right. forced out of your... Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. So you would think after that they would stop going on family trips, right? Yeah. <laughs> or at least stop going on cruises. Yeah. But Sheila is like, nope, I love these family trips this is our thing yeah why, well, honestly why should they quit? i wouldn't go on a cruise again after that i probably experience. wouldn't go on a cruise again, i would maybe. not yeah. um yeah going on trips is one thing although yeah. it did it was hard for him because he's in a wheelchair now so getting yeah. around is almost like a cruise ship does make most sense because it, it is yeah. always you know yeah other places yeah. exactly because yeah if you're trying to go on a regular vacation where you're having to do a lot of walking and stuff it's yeah. a lot in a wheelchair yeah so they <clears> go on another cruise i think a couple of years later to greece and he suffers a pulmonary embolism. Jesus, oh, cruises are not not agreeing not with the this same. dude. Not his so thing. Yeah. he passes away on the cruise <gasps> ship in Greece with Heather and Sheila by his side in the cruise room, oh. like in in their room, <gasps> their bedroom. Oh no! Yes. So then it is just oh. Sheila and Heather, and Heather is like a preteen or a very young teenager at this point, and oh. she things start to get out of hand very quickly. It seems like it starts out as kind of like regular teenage sort of rebellion, angst, fights, quickly spirals out of control. Cops are called numerous occasions. She is violent. Like Sheila is scared. Like, cause Heather is out of control. She starts doing things like she would just go away. She starts mixing in with, um, I think there was an element maybe of her not she wanted the lifestyle and the money uh-huh, and all that sure. that went along with with that aspect but she deliberately would go off and kind of rebel slum it or whatever it. Yeah, with right. with like you know people who very much were not of her social class at all mm. and wouldn't really tell them that she was from this sure. affluent kind of social class so Yes, there's a lot of violence, a lot of yelling. Cops are called so many times. Uh, Heather starts stealing money, stealing uh, Sheila's credit cards. She does this all the time. Wow. Um, and so eventually they leave this suburb. So for somebody who doesn't want money, she sure, sure like happens. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's no, it's it's the weirdest like thing. It's like a very teenage thing. Totally. Yeah, yeah, it's the weirdest thing because clearly, and as the story goes on, it'll become more apparent, clearly she wants money. Like, yeah very that's very clear but she wants to also like she starts hanging out with these amateur rappers and things like chicago the chicago like hip-hop scene or whatever um Mm -hmm. these like amateur rappers so 
eventually they move out of their house in the affluent suburb of Chicago and they move into Chicago, which okay. was not good because yeah. things just kind of escalated, escalated yeah. even further from there. So she starts seeing this guy named Tommy Schaefer and Sheila hates Tommy Schaefer. Tommy Schaefer is one of these amateur rappers. Mm-hmm. He runs in this crowd. Okay. I like how you did air quote rap. I mean, <laughs> a rap musician. I've never heard anything that he's done, but I feel like you need to be leery. Every time I've met people who are like, well, that's not true. Actually, I know some pretty good rappers who like actually perform and like do a good job and all that stuff. But I feel like it's such an easy thing for people who just want to portray a certain kind of lifestyle right. to say that they do. Right. Because they want to be that and they want the lifestyle of that, but they don't want to actually learn how to be good at rapping. And right. that's kind of the impression I get from him. You know, also, I have never listened to a single thing he's done. So <laughs> there you go. you're like, and but also don't have a clue. He could be the next Eminem. I have no idea. <laughs> Is he um, white? No, he's not white. Oh, he's not white. <laughs> He looks like he might be biracial as well, or he might be black. It's it's unclear. But yeah. okay. So she starts dating him. Sheila hates him. Mm-hmm. Clearly hates him. Tommy is twenty one. Heather is eighteen at this point. Okay, it's not bad, no. you know. And they kind of hang out in the same circles. And granted, those circles are not circles that Sheila wants her daughter right. to be rolling around in. So more fights, more fights, more fights. Mm. At one point. Sheila comes home to find her office completely ransacked. It is torn apart. There is Hmm. stuff everywhere. File folders pulled out. Things are all over the place. And what she learns is that Heather ransacked her office looking for her life insurance policy. Oh, Oh, geez. That's got to send a chill down Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Yes, yes. No shit. She finds the life insurance policy and finds that her aunt, Debbie, Sheila's sister, is the beneficiary of the policy. And Heather is pissed. And she, like, has it out with her mom about that, that uh, she's not the beneficiary. morbid as fuck. Mm-hmm. I, so yeah. she told, um, Sheila told her sister, Debbie, that she told Heather, don't think you'll kill me and get a $500,000 life insurance because you oh, won't. shit. Damn, girl. Actually said it to her. I mean, she was genuinely afraid of her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, genuinely afraid of her. Wow. So she sets up a... God, I can't... That's so sad. So this set off, you know, of course, alarm bells for her, of course. So she knows that she needs to set up a trust, but is also concerned that Heather will do something. So she sets up a trust and puts her brother in charge of it makes, um, or I guess is the trustee of that, and then makes Heather the beneficiary, but says that she cannot receive her trust fund until she's 30. So it's a $1.5 million trust fund, but she is not eligible to receive it until she turns 30. Okay. So, because that's how concerned she was. your own daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so depressing. Yeah, it really is. So at one point, Sheila gets a call, um, it's like middle of the night. It's her in, or it's her credit card company saying someone has spent like four thousand dollars on your credit card. Wow! At this hotel, so she learns, goes over there, and finds out that Sheila and Tommy had stolen one of her credit cards, which was something Sheila that or Heather, oh, sorry, Heather and Tommy, okay. which is something that Heather did 
consistently steal right. her mom's wow. credit cards and was throwing a massive party on Sheila's dime. So in the hotel room, wow. throwing a huge party, booze, food, lots of people on her mom's uh, credit card. So Sheila. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Sheila finally calls the cops has uh, Tommy and Heather arrested and she's like, I'm going to press charges this time. Like I'm going to press charges this time. Heather gets arrested and everyone is like, do not bail her out of jail. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm hiding behind my mic. Oh, she does it. Of course she does. She is like, she's my daughter. I don't want her to be in jail. So she bails her out of jail, which this, this girl, I mean, this is why she continues this behavior is because there are no real consequences. Right. Yeah. Right. For anything she does. Do whatever the fuck she wants. So in the meantime, um, all this time for months, Sheila has been planning. She's tried to maintain their going on trips every year. So she has been planning a trip to Bali. And she'd been planning this for a long time. She was like, it will bring me and Heather back together. Um, it will. This is starting to sound familiar now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will get her away from Tommy. Mm-hmm. She's like, we're going to do it. And everyone in her family is like, do not take Heather to Bali with you. It right. seems like, I mean, you're rewarding her essentially for like really bad behavior. She's mm-hmm. dangerous. Like, right. don't bring her with you to Bali. But she does. And wow. you can see these pictures of the two of them in Bali and they look happy and Mm -hmm. she you know she kind of says that she at first was starting to feel like maybe it was working she's emailing her um, friend and I think maybe a lawyer of hers that she communicated frequently with and things were okay Uh then she emails either it's unclear whether this was a lawyer or a friend or a lawyer friend Mm -hmm. unclear Um, but she emailed him and was like "Um, I'm I'm worried. I'm scared. I can't find Heather. Then she finds out that Heather was using her credit card again at a pharmacy and getting pills at this pharmacy. So she was like loading up on, on pills at this pharmacy. So that was obviously concerning to her. So then this is the most crazy part. They're only a couple of days into their trip. Then Tommy shows up. Oh, I. Tommy shows up, $12,000 trip that Heather paid for with Sheila's money to get Tommy out there. Sheila had no idea Tommy was coming. So, of course, she's furious. She wakes up in the middle of the night uh, and Heather's not there. She freaks out. So she goes down to the front desk and um, they're like, did you know that there's this other room like on no. your on your dime? No. Essentially. So oh, she no. has it out with Heather in the lobby. And then the two of them go back up to the room. I guess I don't know what happened. Eventually, Sheila falls asleep. You can read all of the... These two are so fucking stupid. You can read their text message exchange basically saying that they are going to knock Sheila out. <gasps> At first they plan they wanted to make it look like an accident by Heather the and beach. Tommy. Heather and Tommy. They wanted <gasps> to make it look like an accident on the beach. That's why she was getting um, prescriptions. They were gonna grind up pills and put it in her wine at first oh my god and then they were like okay that's not going to work. So you can see in their text exchange where she's like we need to like knock her out somehow. And Tommy mentions that he saw like a glass or metal like fruit basket in the <gasps> lobby. So you can see him 
walking down the hall with something under his shirt. Like you can see like the handle. Oh my God. And he goes into real conspicuous. Right. They're, they're so dumb. He goes into the room and then, um, it was very quickly, shortly thereafter, he hits Sheila over the head several times. She fought like crazy, like oh, broken. She fought God. like crazy because she had broken fingers, oh. like broken fingernails. Like oh, God. she fought super hard. But, you know, in the end, they managed to beat her to death, basically. Oh, oh my God. God. And like, they don't think anybody's like, this no, isn't they're so dumb. They're so stupid. And they oh, my like, God. and then they're like, okay, what do we do now? We are in this room with um, we my- just visibly fought in the lobby, right? Yeah. We mm-hmm. we obviously have a hotel room that mm-hmm. we everyone knows my mom didn't know about. Not well thought out in any Ugh. way. So they are like, "What do we do? What do we do? We can't just leave her here." Which I'm kind of like, "Why?" So they and this is terrible, oh and God. I'm sorry. They manage and I don't even know how because this is the picture you would have seen. Do not tell me they weekend at Bernie's her. No. Okay. No, 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 no. It's like, oh no, my God. But this is the picture you would have seen because this is the one that circulated everywhere was they managed to get her body into her suitcase. And it is not that big of a suitcase. Oh I don't God. know how they did it. Truly, oh I truly, I've seen pictures of this woman and I've seen pictures of the suitcase and I don't know how they got her body into it, <gasps> but they did somehow. Wow. So they get her body into this suitcase. They're like, all right, let's get out of here. So they take it with them. They put it in a, the back of a taxi and they'll be like, they were like BRB. So they <gasps> go inside the lobby. And at that point, they're confronted by hotel staff that are like, hey, how are you going to pay for this other room? They panic. They run out the back, jump over the fence, leaving the body in the back of the taxi. So eventually the taxi driver is sitting out there and he's like, "Um, are they coming back? I don't know if they're coming back or not. So he goes and looks and you can see pictures of the back of the car has blood on it. Then he (gasps) opens the trunk up and the the, they didn't even wipe down the fucking suitcase. The suitcase has blood on it. Oh, my God. So, oh, yeah. So he calls the cops. They show up, obviously open the suitcase and they're like, we know, we we, well, we know need, who did this. we know who did right. this, and we now need to find these two people. So if they're on like all alert to find them, right? Didn't take that long before Shocking. they were found because they are not, um, they are not very smart. They're clearly no. yeah. So too many Christmas. They were arrested, and Heather becomes kind of this like tabloid sensation. She is all over everything. Oh. Um, she doesn't seem to be showing a lot of remorse. There's a lot of pictures of her not really looking too upset about the fact that her mom is dead. And she was there. Oh my God. And Um, she was part of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think at the end of the day, they've determined that she didn't actually kill her mom. Tommy did it, but she was there. She was party to it. Incredibly complicit. Yeah. uh, Helped plan it. So it was then revealed, and this was part of why it was such a big tabloid sensation, that Heather was pregnant. (gasps) So she goes through, you see it in these pictures, she's visibly super pregnant, like throughout all of these things. And um, she immediately tries to say, they try, her and Tommy are so stupid, and they try and turn the tables on Sheila and say, we told Sheila that I was pregnant and she flew off the handle and was going to kill us. Oh, so my God. We what? Had to Except kill. that all these text messages say, 
nothing to that. And not yeah. only that, but there's proof in email form that she had, God bless this woman communicating <clears throat> through email so much because there's proof that Sheila had emailed her friends and said yeah. she knew that Heather was pregnant. Like she knew Heather was pregnant. Oh. So it's not like she could have just flown off the handle yeah. in rage. Right. Like their story doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, um, Heather, meanwhile, because on the table is death by firing squad for both of them. Yeah, they're oh, in, they're, in, they're in Bali. They're oh, in Indonesia. Shit. They're in Indonesia. Oh my god! So that's on the table. Actually, shit. almost rather that than being in an Indonesian prison. Well, we'll get to that in oh. a second. <gasps> so she Should've thought ahead and done that shit in America, where you can get three squares and a television. Well, you ain't getting that shit in Indonesia. <sighs> oh my god! Oh my god! Hold on. You're going to be real mad in a minute. Um, Okay. So they, it's on the table, death by firing squad. Obviously, Heather is like, oh, shit. So she's like, we need to fund a defense. So she's trying to get her hands on her trust fund to fund her defense. Bitch, no. There's a law in Chicago that's like, hey, if you kill somebody, you no longer can have access to their trust fund, which you would think would be... An everywhere law. Yeah, Applaud that. But that I don't know. Like I don't know yeah. if it is. Um, Good for but you. But because there was like a loophole situation where it was like innocent until proven guilty, she hadn't been convicted of anything yet. The judge granted her $150,000 to um, fund her defense, which is crazy money, especially in Indonesian dollars. Crazy wow. money. Wow. Um, which a lot of people think was a big part of why her and Tommy got such light sentences. So, um, I hate all of this. So Heather got 10 years for aiding and abetting. Mm-hmm. Wow. And Tommy got 18 for murder. And the judge basically in Indonesia. in Indonesia and the, the judge basically said that they showed remorse, which I didn't see. Do- and mm. more likely it's that they, they had a they lot of paid. money. They yeah. Paid. Um, wow. And that because she was pregnant, mm-hmm. that was a big part of it. So she goes to jail. Um, actually, right before she goes to jail, she gives birth to a baby girl whom she names Stella. In Indonesian law, I guess the baby is allowed to stay in the jail cell with the mother for two years, for the first two years until they're two years old. So she there, you can watch video of this. She's playing with baby Stella, hanging out with Stella in her jail cell. I'm shook with with I, this baby. Yeah. So I don't have words for this. There were there was also a lot of other stuff where like Tommy had involved his cousin like after the fact where like so his cousin actually went to court here in um, the United States in Chicago because there are text message exchange exchanges again about to- his cousin trying to like tell them how to like get rid of the body hide the body oh my god so he is tried here in the states for his because he was here yes so for conspiracy or whatever and so he gets nine years but there's even a text message exchange between him and his his like baby mama or wife or whatever that was like we're gonna be rich like bet on that because also heather had lied to um tommy and told told him that she was standing to gain like $11 million. And really the entire estate was about $2 million. Wow. So, and so he had like a baby mama on the side like that he was Oh, no, no, no. Not, oh, the, the, this the was cousin. his cousin, his okay. cousin's wife or whatever. Okay. Like, or yeah. baby mama or whatever. So the cousin gets nine years here in the States. So here's where 
it gets what you said about Indonesian prisons being fucking awful. Doesn't seem like it because Heather has. And I think if it hasn't been taken down, we could probably still find them. Heather has full access to her phone, her cell phone. What? And full access to social media. So you can watch her videos smoking, drinking, dancing, partying (gasps) with the girls in the prison on her Instagram, on her Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, she made a no broke down palace. That's for sure. No, no, she made a YouTube video. Like she made a YouTube video where she said, I'm Heather Mack. Um, I don't regret killing my <gasps> mom. I I only regret involving Tommy. He didn't, he didn't do anything. She said, um, she said, I killed my mom. And this is fucked up. She said, I killed my mom because my mom killed my dad when we were in that <gasps> cruise. She said that my mom killed my dad. And so I killed my mom. And then I also saw things with her. So to answer your question about what I think went wrong with this girl, I think she's a fucking sociopath. I've seen videos with her. I saw a thing where they were interviewing her. She was so like, and later, by the way, she withdrew all of that and said, no, it was Tommy. Never mind. And I'm recanting my YouTube confession. Um, But she also like, I saw a video with her where she was like, um, she had a video interview with a guy and she was saying how like it was a very abusive household growing up. My mom would hit my dad and then my dad would hit my mom and then I would hit my mom. And uh, yes. And everyone's like nothing my about face right now. Christina's face right now. And whenever he said, um, he said, well, what about the text messages? Right. Cause she's still trying right. to be like, it was self-defense. And right. in that interview, um, she's like, what? Uh, what was that? Oh, um, someone's calling me. I have to go. I'll call you back. And never calls him back. Because right. she can't answer that. Like, there's no way to get out of that. There's no way no. to lie your way out of that. What the fuck? Um, so, Stella moved out of the prison whenever she turned two. So, about, she spent two years, first two years of her life in an Indonesian oh, prison. Jesus. And then she was moved out of the prison, I guess... Heather had made friends with a woman who was a Australian woman who was living in Bali and she and her husband agreed to take Stella until Heather gets out of prison and then she'll give Stella back to Heather. And Uh, it should also be said that Stella recently has been granted the estate. So the daughter is going to have the estate Which a lot of people think that that's the only reason why Heather even kept this baby in the first place was (gasps) because that's her ticket to the estate. Because that's her daughter. I feel sick. Yeah, it's freaking awful. Um, God, can this Australian couple adopt this baby while she's in prison? I don't know that they should because they seem to, someone completely uninvolved needs to adopt this baby. They need to change this baby's name and get her out of the situation because it is horrifying. Heather had eight years or whatever I said, 10 years, 10 years. years. And, but because of the way Indonesian prisons are set up, she could get out sooner (gasps) based on like a certain number of credits or whatever. And this happened in 2015. So she could be out as late as um, 2025 or sooner than that. So, wow. Yes. So that is the story of Heather Mack and Tommy Schaefer. 
That oh. is not Return of the Mac. We no. do not want no. Return of the I Mac. I mean, I just feel so bad for like, yeah, that guy's legacy is ruined. Like yeah, now yeah. it's always tied to your shitty daughter. And this poor woman, like she had one child. This was her she only child. She wanted one thing, a yeah. child. And, and oh. I do think she was spoiled. I do think a lot of other things went into her like personality. I also just straight think she's so sociopath. Like the way that she talked about it was like, she also said weird things in that interview like, um, I wanted to take my my mommy with me. Like, as far as like, why she put her in the suitcase. Like, oh. I didn't want to just leave her there. I miss my mommy. And like, oh weird shit, dude. It, it's weird. So dude. weird. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So yeah. good. <laughs> Story. Oh, man. <sighs> well, on that depressing note. No shit. Yeah. Always, I always feel like we come to the end of these and then we're like, we have all the fun stuff in the first half. And then the second yeah. half is like, how upset are you now? Yeah, right. right. Um, how pissed off can we make our fans? <laughs> yes. Well, if you have crazy in love story ideas or shorties or questions or just anything, you can drop us the line at myworstdatepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Worst State Podcast. You can, my Worst State Podcast. My Worst State Podcast. <laughs> you can go to Twitter, Worst State Pod. You can join our Facebook group where we do all kinds of fun stuff. And you can also go to patreon.com slash my worst date and support us for lots of bonus content and videos and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, we're constantly uploading new stuff there. So it's a great way to keep in touch with us. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for this week, unless we have anything else. Uh, again, shout out to Idris Elba, who's, yeah. you know, Ooh, hottest man sexiest alive. man alive. Sexiest man alive. All right. I said hottest, sexiest. Same, yeah. same, definitely. Same. same. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.